Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my grand and groovy co-host Mozzie. Mmm, feeling grand and groovy. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm doing multiple words and like doing some phrases and stuff now because I can't remember which words I have and haven't used. So I'm like, if I double up or like create something out of my imagination, I won't. I won't repeat it. Right. That's a great way to never have to repeat yourself. Uh, just you know, do a little combination of words there. Yeah, I wanna. I I kind of want to go back and see when I started it. Started like adding adjectives before your name, and mm-hmm. then see if I've repeated one or not. I don't think that you have. I don't but think so. I could be wrong. Probably not. There may be one. I think I may have gotten one repeat in there. Mm. But but that might have been part of a chain, you know. True. Yeah. If if it's a repeat, because I know I've called you Groovy before, but I don't. I'm not called you Grand or Groovy. So right. It's fair game. For some reason, that made me think of biscuits. Biscuits. Is that, is that like a kind of biscuit, Grand and Groovy? <sighs> I oh, what? <laughs> that's dude. I I can't tell you why. I Granny. can only tell you that that is what I first thought of was See, like. Hey, I got something called Groovy on Grand, some like shop in New York. Uh, but hmm. Grand and Groovy. Uh, let me look up Grand and Groovy biscuits. <laughs> biscuits and Groovy. There's a place called Biscuits Biscuits and Groovy in Texas. Um, well, that sounds kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Are my biscuits groovy? I want some groovy Apparently, biscuits. Apparently, Aldi has something called groovy biscuits. Is that it? Oh, maybe. <laughs> this is, I like how this is our distraction now with biscuits. <laughs> groovy biscuits. Okay. Yes, you know, yes. it is the season for biscuits. Okay. Yeah. You know? So, Aldi, so. Aldi has groovy biscuits, and it sort of looks like a... Uh, like a cosmic brownie a little bit but not quite huh. it does it does look like uh it's a like cosmic, a, it's like a cosmic the brownie aldi candy brand, bar like the, the aldi brand cosmic yeah. brownie huh. oh there's our uh so yeah someone doesn't like the groovy biscuits uh, yeah, someone hates groovy biscuits that, <laughs> whoever is in that truck is all about cosmic brownies they're like fuck those groovy biscuits. no no groovy biscuits they oh are neither God, groovy brownie. nor grand Oh my goodness, I hope they're alive. Yeah, really. Where's the Yeah. Well you said there is a MAGA rally there today, right? Oh yeah, there is. There uh, there is a there is a Trump rally in DC today. Well then. Yeah. So I hope it's not related to the ambulance there. But um before we Nah, get... that one that's just DC. Oh, yeah, that's true too. There's sirens like every week and there's not Trump rallies every week, so Right. Yeah. But before we get into our preview for week fourteen, we did have our Thursday night game. Uh, called oh, it correctly. Yeah. Um, the Rams balled out. Their defense really like smothered the Patriots. That was um, so great to see. You can never just you know see the Patriots lose enough. Yeah. As I always say, three <laughs> points for the Patriots. It brings a tear to my eye. I'm so happy. And Cam Akers <laughs> ran all over them. Yeah, he went nuts. Uh, the Rams O line went nuts, dude. Holy moly, they were road grading the Patriots like. This, that was something we'd kind of talked about. I think was like their run, the Patriots running not being that good, but it really showed here. Um, it, okay, well, like one weird thing about this game was like Aikman like kept bringing up the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh my god, I know. I'm like, stop dunking on McVay. <laughs> like, what the fuck was the point of that? I hate Aikman. But um, they just well, that's a, they you know their jobs. I'll give him this is like their jobs are tough, 
uh, trying to just having to fill the empty noise constantly during a football game like that. They often just resort to the low hanging fruit of what yeah. you know, like it sounded like a date mention. that like wasn't going that well, but like you had one joke that made her laugh, so you kept going back. Oh to my that. god, you kept going so like a callback on yeah, that joke, like super cringy. Eight <laughs> uh, Aitman's the guy on the date that's not going well. But it's um, funny though because so I kind of thought the game would be closer and like still be, still be a Rams victory, but I thought it'd be closer. Um, and then sort of as the pregame's heating up and they're talking to McVay, I'm like, oh, God, they're going to kill him. Yeah, the once they got that pick six, that was like – I felt like the game was over at that point. I don't know. Uh, when did that happen? That was pretty early on. but like, And then like going into the half up like 17-3 or whatever it was. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, well, so they picked off Goof. And then on the next play, they picked off Newton, right? Yeah, it was like an 80-yard. And it was a pick six, and I was like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was, when that happened. It was like, all right, yeah, this is toast. Yeah, the Patriots cannot come back from that, especially against the Rams. But yeah, this Rams O line, and then I said, of course, got to credit the receivers like Cup and Woods block super well. Mm-hmm. The the run blocking that they had set up for Cam Akers was like a perfect match for his skill set because he he was primarily a gap runner in college, and they pretty much made it really easy on him to not have to like think a ton like. He definitely has looked like he does look like he has improved his like um, like vision and like kind of like gap reading and stuff a bit just because like he definitely picked the right times to cut multiple times where like some backs may not have gotten that but he basically they would give him a lane and he'd hit it and like make a guy miss for, like pretty <clears> much every time he made, he made his guy miss like every time which was really impressive too so. But they know he can do that. So, like, all right, we're just going to give you all these one-on-ones, make a cut, <laughs> get, like, 12 yards every single fucking carry. Like, it was bonkers. So, great Love game plan. It. Yeah. It was, yeah. That was McVay. He was – because they were showing all the quotes from when he lost the Super Bowl. And it was, you know, like, you, sometimes you have so much time that you overthink things. He's like, you need to get back to what got you there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he kind of ended the, the interview with, a, I think we have a good game plan for tonight. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Did they, didn't they not have Cup in the Super Bowl? For some reason, I feel like they didn't, but I don't know. He missed a lot of last year. He, I don't, I don't know actually the answer to that. It's been too long now. Yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. <laughs> been a while. Oh yeah, that was it. Was low scoring and gross, but it was not close. But uh, speaking of gross, <laughs> we start off our week fourteen with Chicago hosting Houston. I don't know who I'm picking here. Um. This one's tough because we picked Chicago last week by default, and they lost because Mitch is that bad. So I, I don't want to just pick them by default again. Um, I love picking against the Bears because I've grown to hate them this year for some reason. I know. <laughs> um, but so Cooks is questionable, and uh, David Johnson is out because he's on the COVID list. Jeez. Yeah. So that leaves uh... us with a Duke Johnson. And... I guess we can start there. Um, he he kind of disappointed a lot previously in the year, but last game he had six catches, and that was with David Johnson in. They kind of needed to use him as a receiver more because they, they have Cooks, QD, and then Chad Hansen was their number three receiver. So getting, oh, my God. Yeah, getting Duke Johnson involved as a receiver was a necessity pretty much. And yeah. I think Cooks left for like a quarter or something because they were like evaluating him for concussion, and then obviously, yeah, he has one. So... I can't remember the exact time for him he was gone but yeah kiki cutie balled out um 
And I think Duke Johnson will have a, a ton of opportunity. It's going to be kind of hard for him to fuck this one up, I think. Mm. Famous last words. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I think that you can run on the Bears if you can throw on them. Um, I've said that one a few times before, just to reiterate <laughs> that. The, oh, it's tough. I mean, if there's no Brandon Cooks, it's like, who is he throwing to? Yeah. Well, Fuller's suspended, and it looks like Cootie's playing at least. Yeah, he's, he's been playing well. And then uh, Buster Screen is the slot receiver, by the way. Ooh. So, yeah. Gross. Just, uh, heads up there but <laughs> yeah, that's real gross. he hasn't been as bad this year but he's not good um, that is where he's best if yeah. you keep him there it's where he's least don't do anything else yeah but i think the main fruit of this game is a rob he uh, he's gonna just dominate whoever houston throws at him uh, this is i mean this, this is not like a deep dive by any means but he's so much better than all their corners <laughs> He is the the of course question is will Trubisky get it to him which he has since he's come back yeah that's like the seems like Foles was like hey hey right do do this I promise it's a good idea he's like dude I'm not any better than you I'm just throwing it to Alan (laughs) yeah he's gotten let's see eight catches on thirteen targets and then six catches on seven targets last two weeks so he's been getting the ball thrown his way a lot. And then yeah, last week the game was pretty close. They used a lot of David Montgomery, which... How do you feel about Montgomery this week? I know... I was about to get to that. I mean, he does have a super easy run matchup. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I I guess it's a matter of, like, who are you playing him over? Oh, Akeem Hicks is back, so that's good. He is? Yeah. That hurts Duke a little bit, but not like a ton, because that's not like... Yeah, that, to do with him it doesn't much. hurt Duke that much because he's more of it's not his where his value comes is, from. Yeah, yeah, isn't running up the middle there. Um, like, I think okay. I'm taking Chicago. Gotcha. I'm, I'm I'm undecided. It's gross. If we get Cooks back in, I'll probably switch to Houston. But right now, I'm taking Chicago. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna have Cooks. I, I think have no Coot- clue. I think Cootie is fine, but Cooks is ultimately very questionable. Yeah. Uh, Buster Screen is out, by the way. Oh, he is. I'm just looking through their depth chart. So someone worse than Buster Screen is going to be... <laughs> okay. So Kiki's going to get the backup slot receiver there. All right. That's nice. Is it Kindle Vilder? That's kind of a cool name. I can't... That sound, That makes me think of like Hansel and Gretel for some reason. Kindle Wilder. Yeah, it sounds like a like an old like kind of like <coughs> German folklore thing or something. It does, yeah. So, but yeah, so David Montgomery. Let me. I'm gonna pull up like some projections or something and kind of go through like running backs that he's by. All right, where'd he go? Okay, so would you play David Montgomery or uh, let's see, Jonathan Taylor? That's a tough one for me because the that is a tough one. Um, probably Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that <laughs> that might just be more of a preference one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, squeaking by on that one. I don't think I could have gotten my voice higher. Uh, <laughs> it's a face like the family guy thing. Like, oh no, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pull up. You still writing that novel? So. 
Right now, not a lot of running backs project much higher than uh, Dave Montgomery in like most places. So like Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, James Robinson, Zeke, Aaron Jones, Mike Davis, Austin Eckler. Those are the only guys that like are projected higher than him right now across the board, kind of thing. I think it's a good. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. Montgomery's been playing fairly well. Yeah, he's getting a and- ton of touches. Yeah, and the like Houston's run. That's why I'm taking Chicago's Houston's run D is so bad. Yeah, it's it's atrocious. <laughs> it is one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, Chicago kind of grades out as a good matchup. A lot, a lot of spots just because Houston's defense is so atrocious. Yeah. So, okay. Mitch time? No, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, <laughs> Dave Montgomery's a pretty good play. I think he might even be up in a banger. I don't know. I think he could be. Yeah, I mean he should be. <laughs> Famous last words again. Famous last words. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Chicago is definitely one of those teams that can pumpkin out on any given week. Mm-hmm. Not offensively. But, <laughs> given uh, their quarterback. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah. speaking of pumpkins, next up we've got Dallas at Cincy. Mm. I was going to say, is that because like Andy Dalton has is orange or like, or is it just because they're both pumpkins? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All of the above. I'll take both. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, this is. I mean, I, I will get enjoyment out of this game. I think, in a weird way. Yeah. It's <laughs> Andy Dalton revenge game. Andy Dalton revenge game. <laughs> I don't know if he experiences the emotion that is revenge. He <laughs> seems very genuinely wholesome. Yeah. I re- I remember when the Bills donated to his uh, charity because he they beat who they beat the Ravens right. Yeah, when they beat the Ravens yeah. on the, uh, the, the broken fourth down yes. play, right? <laughs> that was fucking great. Fucking amazing. Right. So this game, this this should be a Zeke week. I, he, he profiles as a banger because <clears throat> they'll actually be ahead. They're facing a worse team. Yep. They uh, The Bengals' D-line is trash. I mean, their defense is pretty trash, aside from, like, Jesse Bates. Um, the Dallas O-line isn't anything special, but, like, they they got some running going last week against the Ravens and it was kind of promising. Like okay, like they get a way better matchup this week. It should be Zeke time. He is questionable technically. I I think he plays. If for some reason he doesn't, then I think you can like plug in Tony Pollard if you feel good about it personally. But, I think you can probably play Pollard regardless. He's been getting yeah, maybe. a ton of looks the past few mm-hmm. weeks. Like they're definitely mixing it up. Mm-hmm. But they should be able to get the running <clears throat> game going. Um, aside from Zeke. Do you have any interest in, like, any receivers? Do you have, like, on the other side, maybe, like, Geo or the receivers at all on the Cincy side? Or is there, are you just kind of leaving it at Zeke? Leave it to Zeke. Leave it to Zeke. I mean, I'm sure one of, like, I'm sure, like, Lamb probably has a fine day. Uh, Cooper probably does all right. Like, I wouldn't bet against either of them. Uh, But, like. (laughs) The over-under is 42 and a half. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah. Which, See, it, I don't know if it should be that low because even though we're missing both of the quarterbacks that would have made this game really fun and awesome, uh, there's also the matter that they both have terrible defenses. <laughs> yeah. And Dallas <laughs> Dallas still plays pretty fast. Um, since, he has des- since he has slowed down a ton since Burrow went out, like they used to be the fa- pretty much one of the fastest teams and now they're – down near the bottom, but Dallas still plays fast, so since he'll have to play back up in pace. Mm-hmm. 
Which, but, yeah, man, I'm still bummed we don't get what this matchup would have been. Oh, man, Dak and Burrow with no defenses. That would have been so fun. Yeah, it's They're almost like the same team. I've said that, like, a few like the like in a lot of ways. Like, they have are. a trio of wide receivers and a you know, good quarterback with a bad O-line and no defense. <laughs> the only difference is that the Bengals have a good safety and the Dallas doesn't know what that is. <laughs> Has Dallas ever had a good safety? I can't think of the last one. <laughs> oh, that was We're good. probably like, missing I'm, one important one, but... I am well, racking my brain. Yeah, but... So, in this game, aside... I, I, I think our general consensus is, like... it's okay, Some guys are okay, but, like, we don't feel great about anyone besides, like, Dallas running the ball. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Like, bangers, it. Zeke, and then you've got all of your, like, midstream. Like, you're probably you fine sides, starting... Yeah. Boyd, Lamb, Cooper. They're not a banger or a master, like, you know, some yeah. gravy, I don't know. So, but they're all you have, you're not sunk, but it's not ideal. Yeah, I think on the like, okay, so like, because Geo, there's a lot of people who are like probably questioning Geo this week, I think. I am indifferent on Geo, because I think they can stay in this game enough that'll get touches, but like, the team is just so bad that like, it's tough to feel great about Geo. How's Geo been doing with Brandon Allen? Is Terribly. he getting uh he's not yeah, it's like the Camara effect with Hill. Yeah. Well, it's, their, their offense is just getting nowhere and like they're behind. <clears throat> so like he and he's not even getting like that many catches. So like he's gotten let's see like 10 and 14 touches the last couple of games and he's gotten 5.9 and 3.9 fantasy points and half PPR. Like he's gotten he's been doing like nothing for you. Like I I don't feel great going to him this week, just because the I feel like the, honestly the floor and ceiling are low, so I think he's just a bad play. Like I don't know, the floor is a little higher against Dallas, but like <laughs> I don't want to yeah, bank on it. The, I don't love Geo this week myself. Yeah. I'm trying to think like who like like a reasonable like line for Geo is as far as like who to play him over. I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, because like I'm looking at projections and like places have him kind of high. I'm like I totally disagree with it, but yeah. Like, would you it. rather play Geo or Gaskin? I think I'd rather play Gaskin. I think I would too, even yeah. though we can't especially get the especially if it's PPR. <clears throat> the formatting kind of matters too, but I said that I think I'd just pick Gaskin regardless. Um, uh, Geo or Mike Davis? Mike Davis. Okay. Even though I think Denver wins, I still think Mike Davis there. Right, like he just gets so his, Yeah, his workload's a lot more secure, I think. And as even though I think Denver will win it, like he's... I mean, Denver's not like Denver's great. Like, Carolina could easily easily just blow the roof off of them, too, even without DJ Moore. Because, as uh, Drell likes to say, Teddy doesn't like him anyway. Um, <laughs> like, I would, I would play James Conner over Gio, I think. Uh, I okay. would, yeah, I would. Uh, Wayne Gallman or Geo? Wayne is playing the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I might be biased, but I'm gonna take Wayne Gallman. That that might be a league format thing. If it's full PPR, because like they have like Wayne Gallman's been getting some catches, but like, let me see, let me check his like. I might take Geo there. Yeah, the, Wayne Gallman is not getting there PPR wise, but like standard and half, he's. I would take Gallman. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that one's tough. That's probably right around where the line is. It's like. <laughs> yeah, like I would play Rojo over him for sure. I think. Yeah, me too. Okay, how about this? Yeah, Duke Johnson or Geo. Like that's probably that's probably like something people are actually facing is those two. Ooh, guys. yeah, that is a good one. This week I would probably lean Duke, but. Uh, like I, I would rather would be rely okay, yeah. on a Deshaun Watson offense than a Brandon Allen offense. Exactly, that'd be my tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. And it's not like the line is doing them any favors in either team for run blocking. So yeah. kind of just comes down to the quarterback. But okay. Anyway, I wanted to get there because like I've seen a lot of Geo talk this week. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm, not super high on Geo. I will say, I mean, Boyd probably. I might be. He had that one seventy-two yard catch and run last week. <laughs> yeah, the thing with Boyd is, I think he is one of those receivers that you can just get him the ball enough times and he will break one out yeah, at he's some point. Just better than the Dallas corners. It's yeah, Dallas is out on corners; they're hurt, and uh, I think Higgins. I would say Higgins is doubtful because he had a hamstring injury at the end oh, of did. the game last week. And they're saying he's questionable, but why would you play him yeah. if he's not one hundred percent your your rookie like star wide out? Mm-hmm. Why would you play him? <clears throat> That's something to keep an eye on for sure. Good catch there. Um, so yeah, if he's out, then I think I mean Boyd will have twenty targets, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was say, only catch eight. But. Yeah, if that's the case, like I, I guess Drew Sample, like emergency PPR tight end. <laughs> he did get a lot of targets. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Wasn't he like seven for seven or something? Yeah, like he, he got, he got seven. I don't know about all the targets, but he got like seven catches. So it's funny, but I think we've talked about this game enough, probably. Um, <laughs> Kansas City at Miami is next. And oh boy, we both have Kansas City, of course. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not picking against the Chiefs probably at any point this year. Yeah, the um, over under <laughs> is fifty and a half, which is kind of low for a Chiefs game, but. <laughs> So they're definitely hyping up the Dolphins' defense for this one, and I think the Dolphins' defense kind of matches up okay because they're pretty good against the pass and they're really bad against the run, which the Chiefs definitely are looking more like a passing team right now. Yeah, they've been just slinging it. Um, And they can do that unless you have, like, two Hall of Fame corners. Then you can probably just throw it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think CEH is back. Yeah, he because last week he was just like emergency active, but I expect him to be like fine there. Um, yeah. Do do Byron Jones and Xavier Howard like full shadow, or do they like kind of play sides? Because I'm like, because they they move Tyreek into the slot a lot, so I'm curious if like they would be going with <clears> him in there. I don't remember where I'm getting this information from, but I do remember hearing that the Dolphins' defense is really confusing for other teams, and they move their corners around all the time and like put them in different spots. So I would expect that you're not going to get much of a shadow as gotcha. much as it's kind of like I don't know what what they'll do. I'm kind of I, mean, I am excited for it. I think yeah, this, this will be a good game and a good kind of test yeah. for Flores to see like where he's at among like coaches. Agreed. Definitely looking forward to this one. Um, still picking the Chiefs, even though it might not be by a, a lot as we're used to with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, who do you do you like anyone like from Miami's side that? So this it gets kind of tough here. Like they will have to keep up. So 
right. think by extension you have to be interested in the passing game or right. just like or the fantasy has in general like Devonte parker like hasn't done a ton of Tua, <clears throat> but he should get a lot going we've talked about kind of the chiefs having some tight end weakness like i think parker and gasecki even if they're not like great every week they'll have to be heavily involved this week mm-hmm. so like i think those main two guys make sense it, like ancillary wise like jakeem grant and lynn bowden those guys are super risky Lynn Bowden actually got involved last week, which is kind of funny. But I think the main guy to look for is Gaskin outside of the top two there. Yeah. He, he got like, he's been getting some good PPR work. Let me check how many he got last week. I, went, I thought for some reason I thought he got like six, but I could. I mean, he's week. been the PPR back all year when he's yeah. been healthy. So, yeah, he got this. He got two targets last week, but it was 51 yards. Um, he got like six, four, five. Like, he gets a lot of targets. Like, two was his lowest. He hadn't gone below four. So, and if any of those red zone opportunities convert, like, because, like, the Chiefs' run D isn't good. It's actually pretty not good. <laughs> yeah, no, the Chiefs' run D is their weakness. Mm-hmm. The only problem is that Miami's O line is their weakness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they can run block super effectively here. Yeah, that makes it tough. Like, yeah. Because like, that's part of why, like, Gaskin didn't get in as Miami's, like, O line. I guess Austin Jackson is back. I didn't realize he? he was okay. back. The left tackle, yeah. He that was on IR, good. so that's like oh my, the IR thing's been really annoying this year. So you see a player goes on IR, and you're not sure if that means a three week out or if they're done for the season. Yeah, it's so hard remote. to track now. Uh, but Eric Flowers is out, and he's actually been decent at guard. <laughs> Just should have never been a tackle. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> but him being out is actually kind of big. I'll take mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think Gaskin does fine in PPR, but if Gaskin's at the one-yard line and he's in, like, you're probably not getting a score. <laughs> Which is sad, but... Yeah. He yeah. kind of needs to catch one and house it from, like, 20 yards out or 30 mm-hmm. yards out. Yeah, the the touchdown upside is, like, as high as you want it, but the, he's got a super high floor, I think. Yeah, he's for sure. He's very safe. Yeah, agreed. He has a high floor. Between, who do you think does better, Parker or Gusecki this week? I kind of think Gusecki does. Lately, it has looked like Tua really likes him. Mm-hmm. At least last um, game, for sure. At least last game, that's for damn sure. Although Parker did get a judge on last game. He's still getting the targets with Tua, it's just not like <clears throat> converting. I think the the reason I say Gasecki mostly though is just because in general the Chiefs corners are pretty good against their wide receiver matchups. I don't know what it is that they're doing. I don't particularly think any of their corners are like amazing on their own, but uh they've done good against wideouts. Yeah, um, yeah because Snee Snee's been playing like way better than anyone expected. That's like a big part of it. Sneed. Sneed. <laughs> That's like a um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking on his name. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing, isn't it? Or is it a need? I don't know. Oh, okay. So like when you I already said it, just, maybe. <laughs> oh god, that's that's it's that's like pulled like a like a brain worm out of my head. <laughs> okay, I gotta figure this out now. Hold on. <laughs> it's a need. Sneech. <laughs> is it sneech? It's a sneech, right? Yeah. A sneech? Sneech. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, sneeches are sneeches. They're like those tall yellow guys. 
and the the in the Lorax the uh, the need. Oh, there's a need the, as well. The the is the object that the they knit like the. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a need. <laughs> oh, need, yes, T H N E D. Got it. Right. It's a you need a need. Okay. There, there's a. I actually haven't seen the Lorax. Oh, I haven't seen the more recent one, but you know, growing up, the yeah. that was a you know classic. Yeah. So everyone needs a need, and then there's That's also yeah. sneeches. Okay. Oh man, he just anyway. invented his own language and said, you know what? I don't like regular words. I don't like them. We're just gonna make our own. And you know what? I respect that. So yeah, Mike Tyson is telling us about Lajarius Sneed. <laughs> right. You Sneed, Sneed. Oh, goodness. That actually works out pretty good. <laughs> but so he and Ward have actually, like, so he and Ward are like bigger corners. At, I mean, about bigger, I mean, like above six foot. And so like they aren't going to be totally just dwarfed by Parker, uh-huh. which is important, I think. So I kind of feel like it's like a Gesicki and a Grant week. I have that weird sort of like, <laughs> You know, dude, well, well, that'd be so funny. This was like a fucking Lin Bowden game, but yeah, I think I think matchup wise, Gasecki kind of sticks out. I, I agree there, because like Anthony Hitchens, I think is the linebacker usually ends up on tight ends, like when that happens for them, and that's a huge mismatch. That's like half a foot. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. So uh, Gasecki's been looking like a stud too. He's one of our finer draft picks for our shared dynasty league. Just want to plug that out there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> tied in premium there. And then, oh, yeah. So on the Kansas City side, outside of the main three, um, <laughs> which I, I guess if, I guess if you want to talk about them, Reek or Kelsey this week? Um, or both? Or like, it, might just both? Be a, it might just be a both week because, like, it makes sense. Like, oh, good corners, Kelsey. But also, yeah. like, Tyreek is super fast. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that Kelsey's safer because mm-hmm. um, he's just oh. part of the game. <laughs> I also think, so with CEH being back, I kind of think we see a lot of him, um, like a like a good amount. And uh, you'll probably see a little bell, not not like a lot, just a little bell, a little, little taco bell. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think you'll see a little bit of bell, a lot of, get, a lot of CEH, I think, Kelsey stays, you know, safe with at least, you know, seven, eight targets. Yeah. I'm looking through, so I had DraftKings up and I was looking through Reek's game logs. And so last week he had 14.8. This is PPR. And his only other one lower than that was a 5.5 against Buffalo. Like Buffalo kind of kept him calm. But yeah. His, like, he's not pretty, he's pretty much not gone below 15 PPR points this year except once, which is nuts. I think so. I I mean I could be wrong, but I think this would be one of those down weeks. You think so? Yeah, because I mean, looking at the Bills defense and the Dolphins Patriot, or the sorry, the Bills defense, <laughs> and the, the Dolphins Patriot, the Dolphins defense, like, the Patriots anyway, right? So that's close. They have a similar defense anyway. They right? have pretty. Yeah. yeah, they both are kind of weak. We like weaker against the run with strong corner play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the thing with the Chiefs is they just kind of do what they want to do because yeah. they can. Yeah. Is there anyone <laughs> like ancillary? I guess there's like Sammy or the running backs. Sammy and the runners. That's like a nice band name. Yeah. Is Sammy playing? Is yeah, Sammy pretty sure. He was in last week. But I'm not terribly interested in others outside of the main three of the Chiefs. No, Not that, like, not that they're bad plays, but... Game. Demarcus Robinson usually dogs on the bad teams. 
I feel like that's a thing. I can double check, but anyway, so this should, this should actually be a good game, even though like we feel confident Kansas City wins. I think it'll still be a good game, but for sure, we get to see a lot of uh, just a lot of you know how Flores matches up and their defense, mm-hmm. and two is gonna have to keep up. So that's gonna be fun to see. And, uh, oh yeah. Next up, we've got Arizona at the Giants. So kind of key injury points in this game. Obviously, Danny Dimes. He's questionable but i think sort of probable now um it sounds like he's gonna play but he might be he like they probably won't like have him run much so we'll see there and then on the other side kenny drake is questionable right now so if for some reason he doesn't play i think uh chase Edmonds like i mean he's a smash play if if it's no drake and he's obviously like an okay <coughs> desperation play drake's in anyway yeah no but, definitely leaving Edmonds in the lineup. <clears throat> yeah, because like th- there might be more of a split this week because Edmonds or sorry that Drake has been limited all week and if we, like, for some reason he misses that's huge. But so I when I first started this game I was a little unsure, but the more I thought about it, the more I'm like I think people are getting a little too high on the Giants a little too soon. Because like I yeah, think that's uh, pretty fair. Because like they're uh... <laughs> they did upset the Seahawks, but. I don't. Think, I don't. They're gonna like repeat that. I guess the Cardinals. No, I don't. I don't really think so either. I, I'm seeing all this stuff now. Like, oh man, if Saquon Barkley had stayed healthy, like this team would be, you know, like would have a positive win record and all this stuff. I'm like, uh, let's, you know, let's mm-hmm. take it easy. They still are like really bad in a few areas of their team. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense has definitely gotten better. But if you're asking if Leonard Williams can uh, contain Kyler, I got some yeah. news for you. Because yeah. Leonard Williams has been playing great, but um, that edge is going to be... <laughs> yeah, the the strength of the Giants' defense is the interior, but Arizona does not go there. Nope, nope. They're like, <laughs> they like they the don't go out zone on their their, yeah. uh, their, <laughs> on their playbook. Yeah. Play call, yeah. There's a big square in the middle that says... Not here. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. And then you've got two big lanes <laughs> on either side of the tackles, and mm-hmm. that's Kyler's run lane. And uh, I don't know, man. I think you can see some pretty nice Kyler today. Yeah, I the Hopkins and Bradbury matchup is going to be like you know the main event. I'm excited for that. Oh, definitely. Because he tends to he does more shadowing, right? Yeah, and- Bradbury. Um, so right, like I'm looking at them, they're listed at the exact same height and weight, at least for like pro football focus. I, I can look at NFL, but they're listed at the exact same height and weight, which is hilarious. Hopkins is only six one. Apparently, which, wow. I thought he was taller. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was like six three. Yeah, I guess because he just jumps so fucking high. My God, <laughs> this uh, is DeAndre Hopkins with a seventy two inch vertical. Wait, seventy two. <laughs> That's so. his own height. <laughs> I so. jumped myself <laughs> to get where I am today. Love DeAndre Hopkins. All, all yeah, I'm, picking, I'm going with the Cardinals here. Give me Kyler. Give me some Murray Scurries, some Kyler Zoomies, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Do you and, think? Uh, do, you, do you think Hopkins gets the better Bradbury? Uh I think it's gonna. So the the great thing about Hopkins is that he he's not a one trick pony. It's not like you can put someone on him and his route tree is severely diminished. They find ways to use him. Even if it's 
running five yards and doing an and you know coming back and doing an inside out route. Yeah, they'll give him screens like right. I ex- still expect him to get heavily. Ooh, oh, hot take siren. Yeah, no one likes that. Well, <laughs> go double down on it. Definitely expect a lot of targets there for Hopkins still, and I think he'll convert on a good amount of them. Mm-hmm. They have to be smart about how they use him, which yep. is a, a concern because we're you know we're. Yeah, a little teetering here on Cliff Kingsbury. I think Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> is a good offensive mind. Like, I think his offensive play calling is usually fine, and his, like, play, like, the plays he comes up with are usually fine. That's probably, that, that, that's probably his strongest suit is, like, coming up with the plays. But, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's just the, like, situational awareness. And, like, yeah, the, I'll say the execution of when to clutch use play calling kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. The, some of that just that head coaching decision making you need to be good at. He's not there yet. But yeah. I, th- I think as, as far as like the offense being productive, I don't think that's a concern. So giant side though, like Arizona is kind of straightforward. It's, you know, Murray Hopkins and maybe some, <coughs> some other guys, but depending on Drake's health, but like the giants are kind of like, okay, you've got Wayne Gallman. You've got Wayne Gallman. You probably need him. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, you probably that, were pretty desperate and are so thankful for him. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> so aside from Wayne Gallman, um, are, do you want Slayton? Do you want Shepard? Or do you want no one? <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming Pat Pete is on Slayton? Maybe? I guess. I don't know. He hasn't been playing great this year. No, that's the thing. <clears throat> I think a lot of this is on Jones. Um, oh, God. <laughs> a, if he's playing or not. If he's not playing, I don't – I'm straight up don't want anyone on the Giants offense if he's not playing. I, like Cole McCoy, that was a nice win, but to I'm not taking the bet that that happens twice in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I think – I think Pat Pete matches up well against Slayton if they do have him shadow. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, if Daniel Jones is playing, but he can't run, which is a big part of his game, he then can't he move, he's immobile, yeah. and he has to make errant throws that he doesn't want to make, that is, like, super bad. Yeah, so I guess I would take Shepard here, just kind of as, like, safe target. That's kind of what I'm leaning, is uh, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, yeah. He, he's better at Tate in this point in their careers, so... Yeah, Tate, I think, had, like, his first catch last week, right? <laughs> He's been, like, very absent, except for, like, twice this year. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, for me, I guess Shepard is the preferred Giants receiver. And then, of course, I mean, so Evan Ingram. Um, uh, they've been giving him a ton of targets. I mean, he makes sense. It's, are you feeling lucky? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's been really consistent this year, but like the last like like few games, he's been a lot better. If he can but, keep the drops down, yeah, he's he he's just successful. getting so many targets is the thing. He's hard to like. Bet. If you have him, you pro- like. I assume you have no better option if you got Evan. Like I'm not like outside of the, the top guys. There's not someone I feel better about than Evan Ingram. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. Especially if don't uh, Dones. Oh, that's great. Dones. Daniel Jones has to make like Danny quick Dones. Throws. Danny Dones. When he's bad, he's Danny Dones. Oh. <laughs> that's like it's very Patricky. Yes. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. I think this game will be close. 
I think it's fairly close. Or, I don't think it's a 10-point win. Or or Arizona just blows the fucking <clears throat> roof off the game. <laughs> I could see that happening, but I think more likely it's close. I think it's more likely it's pretty close, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Next up, we've got Minnesota at Tampa. I'm pretty excited about this one. We've got Tampa here. Um, I think we're both kind of on the same page. Of, I mean, obviously they're a better team, but the ru- the running is yep. that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the team problem. that wants to run. Team that stops the run. Oh. How does Kirk Cousins do under pressure? Oh man, let's ask yeah. history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. That's gonna be tough. Um, as well as the receivers have played, like they've got some good. Yeah, corners. it's just the, it's a big trench mismatch, which is I think the big problem here. I would love, 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 love to see Minnesota win this. I don't think anything this week could bring me more joy. Than the Jets losing and Minnesota beating, <laughs> Gosh, yeah. uh, beating the, the Buccaneers. But uh, yeah, the matchup on the run game is really bad because obviously, you know, the Tampa Bay strength defensively is their run defense, at least on the ground. The Vikings' strength offensively is their run offense with Dalvin Cook. And now I'm looking to see if Ezra Cleveland is even in because he's been. Yeah, on Minnesota and has like some injuries. Fine. Oh, he's fine. Okay, because yeah, looks look, like he's all right. Because it looks like Eric Kendricks probably won't play. Rudolph, I think, mm-hmm. is doubtful, and then Alexander Madison's out again after his uh, appendectomy. Oh yeah. Because I was gonna Man, say like, body got it out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta let let all out. <laughs> yeah, Madison being out does raise Cook's floor like touch wise, but the matchup's pretty gross. I do want to say like so. Eric Kendricks being out is actually pretty huge, I think, as actually a big bump for Gronk. Because I think Kendricks would be doing a lot of that, like, midfield defending, like, zone work and, like, keeping Gronk in check pretty much. But if he's not there, then I don't even know who's going to be trying to stop him. So, And the other big problem is, of course, Minnesota's secondary. Yeah. uh, Which we know is not good. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of problems for Minnesota here. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of bad matchups. Because, mm. I mean, Evans, Godwin, Brown, I'd take any one of them to beat this secondary. Yeah, like... Good, Scott Miller, like... <laughs> you know, like, I, all, any of their wide receivers are pretty much better than their secondary. Yeah, because Mike Evans, like, there was, like, a brief, like, scare with him earlier. Um in the week because he didn't practice there, but he got a full practice in Friday and they're saying I'll be playing so that's you know that's a relief and then Kyle Rudolph like I said doubtful so Herb, I think Herb Smith makes it okay stream I like that based, based on the matchup like <laughs> they're gonna have to get to the yeah. tight end because of the pressure in the secondary so oof yeah this could be this, rough just by just their bye right did they just have yeah, a yeah they did just have their bye oh god because because we know about Belichick off by, but I don't know about Brady. Like, how much is Brady off a by? I mean, think of Alpha on a shelf, and uh, I was thinking about like Burrow, and I'm like, you could do like Burrow on a churro. Oh, that's good. Burrow on a churro. Stack on some stacks. I, I know. I know. We've talked about at some point, like a place in Cincinnati should like do like Burrow churros or like Joe churro or something like that. I well, know. we had Frojo. We had Ronald Jones uh, oh, Froyo. Yeah. He should definitely have an ice cream place, Frojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do need a Burrow Churro. 
yeah. food truck. I'm like Cincinnati 100% sure truck. I've like brought that up before. Like someone's got to do that. <laughs> it only serves Gold Star Chili and Burro Churros, <laughs> which are churros that are so good. Like if you eat them within the first three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I love churros. <laughs> churros are great. Excellent snack food. Yeah, I, uh, when I was in, this was a little while back, I was in Tampa visiting my sister in this place called Columbia. I should probably pronounce it like Columbia to make more accurate. Mm-hmm. But they had like the best fucking churros, dude. Holy shit. Got, mm-hmm. I brought you like some stuff to dip them in. Oh. Yeah, did you get like chocolate dipping sauce? Yeah, and, like there's a caramel sure. one, there's like a raspberry one or something like that. It's pretty good. I've had raspberry ones before. Those are pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like a huge fruit and like dessert person because fruit is already pretty sweet. Uh, I think fruit itself is kind of a dessert in a lot yeah. of ways. I think raspberry makes a good one for it though because like it's like enough of like it's like a little mm-hmm. bitter. Like the yeah, that's why I tend to like like rhubarb and raspberry stuff. Oh, dude, like, I fucking love sour. like rhubarb stuff. Oh yeah, sour stuff. Mm. But yeah, strawberries can fuck off. I hate strawberries. Yeah. Well, like stra- that's, why, that's why strawberry rhubarb pie, like strawberry rhubarb pie. That's hard to say if you right spew it out, but exactly. That's like the matchup. That's the matchup you want. Unfortunately, not like this game. Not the matchup you want. Yeah, you this this is like if you put like watermelon and haggis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. What are this? What are the sweetest fruits? Like grapes strawberries well, I mean oranges um, are pretty sweet even though they're not like I mean, they're also kind of sour the sweetest fruits yeah pineapple uh, pineapple pineapple's really yeah. sweet yeah pineapple and grape I think are pretty sweet like grape. green grapes yeah grapes are like you know little science grapes vary a lot based on where they're grown if you've got grapes in cold climates they can be really sweet because they concentrate that sugar uh, so they don't freeze i don't think apples are like that sweet i don't know apples are highly variant as well you know like honey crisp and whatnot are pretty sweet dates dates are pretty sweet dates are pretty sweet so this there would be it would be like dated pineapples which would not be good i don't think Ooh, no yeah that'd be an overload Peaches are kind of sweet. I love peaches, though. Anyway, back to the games. Um, <laughs> back to football. So, yeah, I think Irv's football. a good stream here. Just assuming Rudolph's out, because by necessity, I think they're going to need to get it to him. First game back in a while for him. Excited to see what he can do, because he was playing really well before he got hurt. Um, Evans, Evans, Godwin, any preference, or just kind of toss-up? <laughs> so, if we're going by... Uh sort of the narrative take here which would be tampa had their bye week they have to kind of go back to what is successful for them which is a strong run game and mike evans i would kind of hope evans gets a good amount of targets yes arians fucking loves evans so like i'm sure i'm sure he hammered it during the bye week Mm -hmm. so yeah assuming his hammy's okay too there is like that little bit of risk there but he full practiced on friday so that's a little better yeah, I'll put him. I think he's a banger this week. I like Evans of the three of them. But honestly, they're all fine. They are all really good options. Mm-hmm. I think I think Rojo profiles more as a stream, but I don't know. Like, I, I maybe he's a banger because I don't think they're going to get behind. Yeah, and like, I mean, I guess Minnesota's better against the run against the pass, but that doesn't mean they're, they're not like good against good it. Good against it, yeah. Like Tampa has like one of the better run matchups this week. Looking at like adjusted line yards, like power running, like 
all that stuff. Like they've got like a really solid run matchup too. So like I think Rojo, like play play your fucking bucks. That's what we're saying. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Play your bucks. Yeah. Next up, Denver at Carolina. We both have Denver here pulling off right now. What is an upset? Um, over under is forty four and a half. It's an upset. Where is my money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carolina's favorite by three right now. Yeah, no DJ Moore. Um, most likely, I'm assuming there's no DJ Moore. I don't think they're going to be able to get him up in time from the uh, COVID list. They're missing, I think, like David Kerr, like a part-time D lineman. Um, they, I think they did get everyone else back off the COVID list besides those two. But obviously, you know, like not practicing all week hurts as well. <laughs> yeah. So I, they are off a bye, but like when your bye gets kind of fucked up by people going in and out, it hurts. And then, of course, like the big injury is no McCaffrey. So yeah, it's uh this is another I think kind of mismatch because the Panthers are not good against running backs in general. Denver, that's what they I'm gonna do, keep yeah. like hammering this home at Denver with Mike Munchak on the offensive line. Like I think that's a pretty strong run like offensive line matchup for Denver. So like I like Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay like if they're both in. Um. Like, I like the run game for the Broncos. I don't think that the Panthers get any pressure, so I don't think that Drew Locke, like, has, a, like, pretty much any turnovers this game. He might have one because he's Drew Locke, but, the, like, he's probably pretty safe, doesn't have a whole lot of pressure. He's still got Jerry Judy, and, like, the Panthers' corners aren't great either. Like, this – I can't believe the Panthers are favorites. Is it just because they're at home? I guess yeah, it's a three point spread. That's the home the home field advantage spread, pretty much. Um, and I don't even know who is the who are the corners for the Panthers right is, now. Rasul Rasul Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, it's the only one I can think of. Otherwise, I'm blanking. And Corn Elder is their slot guy, right? Um, let's see, Rasul Douglas. They've got Troy Pride. They've got Jeremy Chin. Well, he's playing more safety, right? Yeah, he's safety. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Corn Elder is their slot guy. But Troy Pry has been really bad. Which, basically, like, the problem is you got to rely on Drew Locke to, like, throw it to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I think Drew is usually a lock for a turnover most weeks. Yeah, he makes but, uh like that. But without pressure in his face, like, I think those errors are at a minimum. No, yeah, they're, they're not good. They don't get pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. So we're both taking Denver here um, in the upset that we don't think should be an upset. Yeah, and then, like, on the other side, like, as far as, like, pressure matchups goes, as far as, like, pressure allowed and pressure generated by the defense, Carolina's in one of the worst spots in that regard. So, yep. I I really like Melvo this week is the gist of this, actually. Yep. There we go. He's on the run game matchup. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty – it's rough. Yeah. Aren't isn't, – isn't Denver missing someone? Um, didn't someone get suspended? Um, I thought someone got suspended. AJ Bouye got suspended. That's right. Okay. Um, so they should still have what's his face, right? Callahan, right? Callahan, right? I don't see him on their depth chart. Is he hurt? Is he out? Oh, is he, I think he might be hurt. Hold on. Breaking news. What's going on? Is he? Um... Oh, he's on IR. Okay. As of, yeah. Hmm. They did get Shelby Harris back, though. Gotcha. Defensive end, which is pretty, pretty big. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no Bouye and no Callahan again. Which so, they didn't have time. both of them there. Yeah, their secondary was rough. So this is Robbie time. That yeah. shifts things a bit for me. Yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, I forgot Callahan was on IR. Yeah, 
Ooh. It's so hard to keep track of all the injuries this year, man. It is really tough. Like, it's like, well, like, we'll be like talking through these and then realize, like, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> you know, matchups make a big difference in these games, and every team has at least like six people out at any given week from COVID or injuries or both. Mm-hmm. I did. Callahan and Bouye both being out. Yeah. Means- the, that, the thing is, like, DJ Moore's not there to take advantage, which makes it tough because, like, Curtis Samuel will be back, but he hasn't practiced in a bit, and like he's been out because he, he was like a close contact for the COVID list. Like Robbie should ball out by all regards. I don't see a way he doesn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm big I'm on Melvo. As far as like Judy or Tim Patrick, I'm more on Tim Patrick just because uh, Locke actually throws to him. <laughs> he like, does like Tim Patrick. Yeah. Um, like, but I, I still think Judy has a good game. Yeah, Judy. Judy is really good. But Locke is just not looking at him when he gets open. He's like Locke's more of like a like he's like a maybe see it throw it guy. <laughs> like and Tim Patrick is big enough and he's like if he gets any separation, Locke's like yeah sure this guy. So because yeah, I think they'll probably put Rasul Douglas on Tim Patrick like is like size wise. Hmm. But then that might, that might mean Troy Pride's on too. I don't know. Yikes. And then I so and then KJ Hamler like having. Because Jeremy Jensen's been playing really well. I think having a competent safety kind of limits him a bit. Mm-hmm. So. But I think this will be a close game, but yeah, keep an eye on like anything else. Because like any other injury could tilt this game in one going side's favor. Because I'm kind of unsure now after we've kind of gone through that. Yeah. Now, yeah, I know. I'm like back to not so confident in Denver now with both of their corners out. I mean, that's really important. That's yeah. <laughs> not having both of your starting corners. On a, you know they which has happened this week so it's brand new for pretty much both of them yeah well, when did I think I think Callahan was out last week already too yeah he went on IR uh the previous week so he was out last week as well just didn't realize it <laughs> yeah so they've got rookie corner Michael Ojemudier yeah and Duke Dawson Jr. 2018 second round pick I've never heard of uh, Devonte Bosby. Woof! Oh man, yeah, that makes it tough. Good. I mean, I, they so I guess if you're sticking with Denver, you're thinking Shelby Harris and Bradley Chubb get enough pressure on Teddy to force errors. Yeah, like I'm looking through this and I'm wondering if like. This game will be, like, if it's, like, a two bad teams, like, not much happens. Or if it's, like, there are so many defensive injuries on both sides that, like, this game goes way over. I'm kind of thinking it might be a shootout <laughs> now. Cause it's like, not, like, a shootout shootout in a conventional aspect, but, like, 30 to 28, like, 31-28, Cause the, I think the, the higher scoring game definitely favors Carolina. Yeah, it's, so, I agree. Man, I don't know. All right. This game is TBD. Yeah, this is... This is what yeah, we had to talk through to figure out. Uh, <laughs> Mike Davis is in play, uh, of course. And then I think yeah, Curtis and Tim Patrick are fine. And you like Judy as well. So, oof. Oof, oof. Oof, but, oof. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we've got Tennessee at Jacksonville. Both at Tennessee. The, in my opinion, the biggest injury, no Brandon Linder. So... Ooh, yeah, that is big. Yeah, it's the center for the Jaguars, so 
That's a big ouchie because that, that they they missed him one game. I remember what game it was, like week three, I think. They Early didn't have on, him. Yeah, because yeah, their bye was week ten, right? Yeah, let me let me look at what their uh, week three game was. That was Dolphins. Was it? Dolphins did win. Handily. Yeah, they had. Let me look. Yeah, they had a rough time without him. Although the Titans defense is terrible. So I don't know how much it'll matter because the Titans get no pressure. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in- like, so the Jags are definitely, like, they've had really good run blocking, so not having their center is pretty big for the James Robinson value. Yeah, it takes a bit of the shine off of him. But I know you've got a uh, something in particular you're very odd of this game. Well, you know, it is the second game here for the Jags against the Titans, which, as we all know, means it's Derrick Henry week, as it has been many weeks before. He always seems to just absolutely unload all of his everything all over the Jags in their second matchup. Ah, goodness gracious. And it's a good matchup for him. They're not great against the run. Uh, They're not great against anything. Yeah. It's Derek Sember. We're talking about an offense that can't keep up. If Then they're going to fall behind. Uh, the game script favors Henry. The matchup favors Henry. And history favors Henry. So if you've got Derek Henry and you're in the playoffs, you're probably... Feeling good. Feel, feeling probably good. feeling pretty good. Yeah. I do so. feel bad for any poor soul that has had to go against Henry this year, especially now. And uh, yeah, yeah Matt, imagine this is your third game. time facing him. Could <laughs> you imagine that guy? That'd be awful. I feel so bad for that person. Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, everyone can be a banger from Tennessee, but it's like how many points do you think they score this week? Um, Especially after getting like kind of embarrassed lately. I mean, I think they'll put up at like thirty-five to forty-two. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna break the forty threshold, like. I feel yeah. like he's got. It's going to be one of those like take out your frustration games, mm-hmm. because Jacksonville can't stop it. But um, they are going to have to try to keep up. And even with Brandon Linder out, I think James Robinson uh, will get there because he gets all the carries and plenty of targets. So yeah, and their Tennessee's run defense is Garbo. Yeah, their defense Garbo. is Garbo too. Like Jacksonville, like will have to try to keep up, and we'll be able to somewhat. Um, do you think Chark gets going this game or no? Um, is he back and healthy? Yeah, he's, he has been, yeah. Okay. He's just been, Glenn um, is not getting it to him enough. Yeah, Glenn is not throwing it to him. I mean, it's a, he's there, like, it's a fine matchup. Yeah, I would like, not sit DJ Chark if not I had him. Glenn. It's kind of, kind of what it is. It's tough, because if you're in the playoffs and you've gotten there without really playing him much because he hasn't been available, like, do you put him back in your lineup uh, Yeah, he's, I feel like he's risky. Like, because Colin Johnson's been his number one target. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and so, like, that's kind of where I'm going to lead into is, like, I think Colin Johnson's a fine play, honestly, just because that's where Mike Lennon's been going, and they're going to have to throw. They're going to be behind, and Tennessee doesn't get any pressure. No. So, like, it's all just sort of, like, how much the Jaguars trip over their own feet. Yeah, let me look, because I feel like neither of these teams get any pressure. Tennessee gets no pressure. Jacksonville, at least, I think, has Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen. Yeah, Actually, so, I don't even know if he's in right now. Yeah, I think he's on IR. These teams both get very little pressure. So on the week, they're both in the top six of, like, 
pressure matchups as far as like in good in good situations, I should say. Like, so yes, pretty, uh, Josh Allen's out. So that's oh all, he is. All, that's like he's on IR. Yeah, it's oh no, it's uh not a lot of pressure there from yeah. the Jags either. Yes, Jags Josh Allen to clarify it. So yes, I mean Tanny's probably fine. Yes, I would it, expect Tanny has a pretty good game. Yeah, Jacksonville's already eighth worst in pressure generated. Tennessee's second worst only behind the Bengals, <laughs> which is really bad. That's real bad. So, yeah, no no Josh Allen. Because so Jags Josh Allen is Josh Allen. He is Josh Allen. Bill's Josh Allen is Jalen. So that's how you know Jalen. what we're talking about. So, yeah. Oh, man, Tannehill should have a good day. A.J. Brown's going to go fucking bonkers, right? Yeah. Like he and Corey Davis should. Like. The only thing that's going to limit Brown is if they take the foot off the gas too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which but the Titans really don't do. So I don't think they'll do that against a divisional opponent that they need. They want to beat up on. Yeah, and they got to get a win, so they're going to dick on him. So play your Titans. Yeah, and yeah then play your Titans. James Robinson's still good. And then the receivers. Uh, I think. Where would I put Shark? I'm, trying, I'm kind of torn on where I would like rank Chark among receivers to go through. Would you play DJ Chark or Kiki Cutie? Ooh. Ooh. I would play Kiki. You play like, Kiki? Yeah, I play Kiki, even in like half. I might, yeah. It's like it's Deshaun Watson and it's a lot of Deshaun Watson targets versus like you're hoping for Mike Glennon targets. Like I'm not saying Kiki's Kiki's better, but like he's I feel like he's a lot safer this week. And might have like I don't know like might have higher ceiling. It's, I think he's just gonna do better this week. Yeah, I mean there's uh, no Fuller and potentially no Cooks, so he's kind of the only guy. So yeah. like we do like Kiki Cootie. Yeah. I would almost, I feel like I feel like I want Cooks there for Kiki to be honest. It would help. Yeah, but like there there obviously is a chance Chark goes ballistic, but it hasn't been. I mean, what have his last two matchups been? Because last week they had fucking Minnesota and it was seven targets and two catches. Like. Yep, I mean so, that's awful. Yeah, like may- maybe the rapport has gotten better, but it's tough to count on him. Like, would you play DJ Chark or like a Bengals receiver? I mean, I would play Boyd. What about over Higgins? Chark. Well, I don't know if Higgins is playing. Oh, I yeah, think he's out. If Higgins plays, would you? I, mean, I guess it's kind of the other. What about like Sterling Shepard? I think I'd go Chark there. I would go Chark. Uh, Mike Williams against the Falcons. Ooh, goodness. Oh, I'd probably do Mike Williams. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one for me. How would you How would you rank Chark amidst the um, Dallas receivers? I would rather play probably Cooper or Lamb because I think they have a safer floor. Like it, I guess it depends on what you're going for. Yeah. If you need points, go for the, AJ, the DJ Chark blow-up week. Okay, I one last one. Rashad Perriman or DJ Chark? Because Mims is out and Crowder's questionable. Oh, good lord! I mean, Perriman's gonna get a ton of targets. Yeah. So I think DJ, yeah, DJ Chark. I think we're kind of getting there. Is kind of a desperation move. Yeah. Um, it's not one I love, but like it could do some pretty good things yeah. for you. I think if you're in a deep league, Colin Johnson's an okay like desperation play as well. Yes, because it's tall like, guy. Would to tall you pick guy. up Colin Johnson to play over DJ Chark, dude? Honestly, like that's that's about where I'm at. This is tough. Like, okay, 
It is only two. It's been like they've only had one game with the both of them because DJ Chark didn't play in week twelve. What, what did Mike Glennon come in? Let me see. He came in against yeah, Cleveland. So, because last week was the only game when they were all there, and so I it's I don't want to go off just one game. Fair enough. Because okay, target wise, so. I mean, it was last week was Chark's first week back, right? Yeah, that's true too. So maybe he wasn't two for seven though. Like, yeah, what? like it might be a rapport and like him not being fully healthy. So maybe coming back, but like because Colin Johnson did get his six targets as well. So I think I, would, I, was, I, th- I think I like Chark. Yeah, I would week. still go Chark over Colin Johnson. I don't. It. I don't love it, but I, I'm not like totally against it and i think there is a chance it could like there's a there is a blow-up opportunity here like if it if it goes right and they connect on targets and he's fully healthy like he could blow up yeah because looking at tennessee's depth chart christian fulton their rookie who's pretty good on ir addery jackson out as well and then so you've got malcolm butler and desmond king i wonder if um is it Addery or Adore? But I wonder if he gives Valentine's cards that say, like, I adore you. I adore you. <laughs> I, I used to say Adore Jackson, and then a Titan fan that we both oh, correct, corrected me to Addery, but I don't know if that's actually right or if he was trolling. I like to say Addery because Addery Jackson sounds like a breakfast cereal I'd really enjoy. <laughs> Addery Jacks, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically the word battery without the B. <laughs> Addery Jackson. That's already, he's already got the jingle. It's perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, we've got Frojo's Froyo, Churro, Burrow's Churros, and Addery Jacks. Addery Jacks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should hire us. <laughs> I think, you know, we've got something going here, man. We need some sponsorships. Um, so, next up, yeah. yeah. Next up, we've got the 4 p.m. games of Indy at Vegas to lead it off. I've got Indy right now. Who do you got? I'm kind of torn on this. Um, even though the Raiders barely beat the Jets in, in many considerations, some would say they really kind of did lose to them because they should have beaten them by a lot. They did. Greg. Thank goodness for Greg. 3G Williams. They did get the win that they're supposed to get. You know, they and that's sort of a good mark, I think, on teams is winning the games you're supposed to. I think I am going to take Indy here, but I think this is a really fun game. I think it's really good, and it goes back and forth a little bit. Um, I just do think because, it's a good game. I think that the Vegas Raiders have one of the better O-lines, and it's going to be tough for the Colts to to get around that. Yeah, and um, Trent Brown, I th- might be back this week too. Hey, looking forward. Like, to that, that would be that would be huge. That would be really big. And because I I think I, don't, I haven't seen much on him, but I know he's off the COVID list now as of Monday. I have no clue about anything else with him. Um, Josh Jacobs is questionable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I my gut is te- like is is like oh, he's a little more towards doubtful, but I don't know. He plays through a lot. And then on the Colts side, Costanza might be back, which would also be huge. Mm-hmm. That is pretty big. Like this he's is the two left of the tackle, right? Yeah, this is these. Are, I think so. Yeah, I think he's the left tackle. 
But yeah, these are like two of the best lines in the league. They're kind of similar teams where I think the Colts are a little stronger defensively. Oh, a lot stronger, I'd say. But, uh, you know, they don't, like, the Colts don't, I mean, they're, like, good at getting pressure, but they're not, like, stalwart in the defense. I kind of think that their defense is overhyped a bit. Because yeah. I don't think they're, their secondaries are partic- like, is particularly great. Yeah, their run D has been good. I think I think we can, like, confidently say their run defense is good. Right. But um, you know, like them, like their corners. It's is it Rockison still? Is yeah, I think I think it's I think it's him and Rhodes, if I recall. And Xavier Rhodes. Oh, it's uh, Kenny Moore and Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny. Moore, Rockison, and Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, they pretty much so, have them on playing sides. They're really healthy. I like the Colts for the most part. Um, that has helped Rhodes, by the way, keeping him to his side this year. Yeah. I, so yeah, I mean, I'm taking the Raiders or the Colts just because I think the Raiders, like the the biggest problem for them right now is I think they're a year away from being pretty they, good. Just they need they, another offense. Like they need another receiver. Their receiving group sucks. Right. The receiving <laughs> right group, now it does. It's just janky. Yeah. Like either it, they get better or they like they either like to get better about development or they add people. But yeah, their tight end group right there. Sorry, their uh, their tight end group's great. But uh, their, uh, the wide receiver group is not good right now. It's very inexperienced and young. You know, yeah. Ruggs is, you know, super green. And uh, all of their other receivers are either rookies or newly acquired players. Yeah. So, like, there's just not a lot, whole lot of consistency there with the receiving. Like, even if Carr is playing pretty well. Aguilar has been in the league the longest. I think Hunter Renfro is the longest tenured there. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm looking through. So, like, they they've not been tested much against tight ends this year. They did hold Mandrews kind of in check, but like their tight end D is bolstered by playing teams that don't use their tight ends. Like Tanyan had a decent game, so like I really think like Waller could unexpectedly, I mean not unexpected, but like off of radars, he could have a really nice game. I would not sit Waller. Oh no, if no, I, like, had him. I don't. He's not going to do 200 yards and multiple touchdowns again. But I think he can. <laughs> I think. 100 yards and a touchdown is what they need from him if they want to have a chance in this game. Right. So, I don't think he puts up a zero. Even if, like, they get smashed, he'll still, I think, get receptions. Yeah, like, I, 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 I'm putting him as a banger. I feel really confident about him. I don't know if it's, like, out of necessity they'll have to use him just because, like, they don't have the receivers to, like, take advantage of secondary and the run, it's the, and the Colts run to use really good. So, like, they got to use Waller. And he's a big mismatch for all their linebackers if he does get, like, stuck on a linebacker. Yeah. So. I'm looking to, like, I'm just looking through some of the receivers. I mean, Renfro's been a nice little slot play uh-huh. for them. Um, but I don't really, like, like, love him this week. I don't really like rugs. Yeah, basically the whole, they're going to have to hope that, like, they can get someone deep pass Rockus in and then also Carr can hit them yeah which the line should give him enough time that he can make those throws okay it's just you know like I said I think this is I think it's a fairly close game I don't think it's oh yeah a boat race yeah this is this is a really good game what's the spread on it let's see yeah and he's in Vegas too yeah 52 and a half over under and you favor by three so I mean that that seems about right Uh uh-huh I, th- I think I think you can play a lot of your pieces from this game. Like if Jacobs is in, it's kind of hard to sit him despite the matchup, just because of the touches. Um, but like it, for, it, it would it would be first week back and then questionable. Like you, if you had I'm trying to think of who I, like 
Would you play Mike Davis or Josh Jacobs if Josh Jacobs plays? I think that's about Mike like Davis. Yeah, that's like about the line. I think just because when Jacobs I, I, plays, I'm pretty confident Mike Davis. Yeah. Just just because he gets so much PPR usage. Yeah, he does. And we kind of expect now that the Broncos Panthers game might lean a little higher scoring now. Uh, but on on the Colts side, I'm really into Jonathan Taylor this uh, week. He had he finally had like, it worked. It was there last week. It came together last week. I think it will again this week. Um, yeah, yeah, thirteen for ninety one and then three for forty four and a touchdown. He's been a really good receiving back this year. Like <laughs> we yeah, talked about it last episode. Surprise, yeah, I know it's been hilarious, but. Yeah, he um, – I mean, the run matchup is good. If they have Costanzo back, that really makes me feel better about it because their run blocking has been worse this year. I think that will help them out a lot. And then like, I'm looking through – because, like, Ty Johnson gashed the Raiders last week. Like, Edo Smith had a good game. The Chiefs ran it on him. They shut down the Broncos running game, but, you know, that happens. Caleb Bosch yeah. had a fine game. Like – yeah, I mean the Raiders. Burkhead had his thirty-point game against them. Like their run defense uh, is fucking awful. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Now, let me look at like receiving lives too. Like receiving Jeronimo Max, they may also be bad at that. Because that would you know. That would be even worse. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, they're not it, terrible. But they're also not great. They're, 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 I would say it line. would make sense because they're pretty weak at linebacker. Yeah, they're, they're linebacking core is so fucking bad. They really need a good linebacker. But anyway, they yeah. tried in the off season. They to, tried. They, at least they tried. got. They got a lot. They signed like three linebackers from teams, and you know they're just it's tough. Yeah, so, it's tough. It's a tough year. Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor's in a really good spot, and I think he continues his strong play from last week. But so other Colts though. Colts are kind of tricky to nail down. Who are you into from the Colts? Are you is does the TY trend continue? What are you thinking? I love Michael Pittman this week. Oh. Yeah. I just you know this what? week. TY has been coming back onto the scene. We have to remember he played Houston last week, and that's sort of a uh a rendezvous point for him to <laughs> Yeah. He likes to station down there in Houston and just unload his lovely ty dong all over the team <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all about wholesome things here it's a lovely dong um <laughs> takes him to the hilton uh, so i'm not down on ty but i think that uh this is pitman 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 this week yeah because i i jonathan abram's status matters a lot in my opinion for yes I, he's questionable yeah because, like, if he's out, like, I don't know who... If Pittman beats his man, who the fuck is going to get him down? <laughs> like, because uh-huh. Jeff Heath isn't going to be there. If Abram's out, like, they're just fucked <laughs> after that. Like, so I, I, I feel you there. They're, like, and that sets up well for the Colts because they kind of rely on the yak. And if the safeties are decimated for the Raiders, it's going to make it tough. I'm I like, also think there's a tight end from... <laughs> It's just a matter of who. <laughs> who is it? Yeah, is, is it Burton? It, is it Mo? Is it Mo Cox? Is it Jack Doyle or Trey Burton? Yeah. I, I can't tell you. Yeah, do we, is that, it just a matter of like it comes back to Philip Rivers as an okay stream then? Or like I think Philip Rivers is an okay stream. I do think Derek Carr is an okay stream too, actually. Because like he's they're gonna have, well. they're gonna have to keep up. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well. So 
Yeah, so I think both quarterbacks there. You could yeah. throw on I think, I think a lot of this game is usable just because of it should be a high total. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to it. But next up, we've got the Jets at Seattle. Which nobody's looking forward to. Yeah, a couple injuries <laughs> to look at. Uh, Denlap, I think, is probably doubtful. He hasn't practiced much this week, if at all. I'll have to check. But I don't, there's no reason to play him if they're not sure. It's just because it's the Jets. So, and then, um, so yeah, Dunlap is, they, he has not practiced all week, but he's questionable. So I assume he's, they'll probably just hold him out and be like, hey, bud, don't worry about it. Get healthy. Um, Gore, he has been partially practicing, or no, sorry, he fully practiced Friday, but he's questionable. Just they have to see if he makes it to the concussion protocol. So that's something to keep an eye on. And then Jamson Crowder is questionable. He didn't practice Friday. And uh, he partially practiced Thursday and didn't practice Friday, so I don't know if that's like a play and rest or if it got worse or what. He's in the later game, so it's kind of tough and keep an eye on him. But if he is out, so I already like, uh, we'll get to the first guy we like. Uh, Perriman, I'm kind of already into him just because no Mims opens up more targets. And if, if Crowder's gone, like, as much as, like, you know, the, like, amount of resources dedicated to Perriman would matter, the targets would be absurd, I feel like. Yeah, give me uh, Braxton Berrios. I mean, like, Crowder. yeah, like if, if Crowder is out, I think Berrios is reasonable. I do, yeah. Weirdly enough, I think he's reasonable. I typed it as Berrios. Berrios. Yeah, there we go. Braxton's Berrios. Braxton's Berrios. That's a good one. That's like one of the better ones. You know what's funny is he is the best wide receiver that the Patriots have drafted in the past decade. Dude. Yeah, dude, Nikhil Harry's fucking garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, like, you know what? He actually last game they were shitting on him, and then he had he had an amazing catch. Yeah, like as they were shitting on him, like perfect timing. But then I looked at the, his stats at the end of the game. He still he had three catches. All of his good, like he had three really good catches, and that was it. Yeah, that was like <laughs> that was like yeah, all he's done on the year because yep. he he just can't get separation. Like, and at least Cam, like Cam like is used to that. He's used to Devin Funches and Kelvin Benjamin. So he'll fucking throw it to Nikhil Harry and be like, "Sure, go for it." Go for like, it, man. Yeah, he had that crazy play where it should have been picked, but yeah, or was that him or Myers? I don't remember. I think that was Myers. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, Jacoby Myers is playing better than your first round draft pick. Yeah, and then Sony Michelle, like their fucking drafting has been terrible. I know we've already shit on it. I'm funny. glad that the media is starting to. Yeah, and then Bill admitted they yeah. were cat fucked. Like so. Anyway, um, Seattle side of this game. You don't draft well. I'm yeah. Sorry. If, yeah. If you don't draft well, you get cat fucked. So that's that, how it works. That's how you relieve <laughs> your cap issues by drafting. Well. So next up, or not sorry, next up on the other side, I should say we have Seattle. Um, anyone? You? I mean, everyone? Yeah. Everyone. Yes. yes. All right. All of I like Lockett this week, um, but Lockett, I am Lockett. not sleeping on DK by any means. I mean, they could all dong. They could all dong. There could be a lot of dong. <laughs> like, more dong than you, you've ever seen. More dong than you've ever seen. Like, we're talking. <laughs> so, uh, starting corners for the Jets are Bless Austin, who is their best corner. Oh, is he healthy now? He is healthy. Okay. And Bryce Hall. It doesn't mean anything, because being the best of the worst is, you know. Yeah, Ashton Davis is out too. Yep, that was my next point. There, <laughs> their, their safety, Ashton Davis, is out as well. Uh, which like, means Marcus May is playing strong safety the, instead of free safety. Oh 
which is not good. Yeah, if you rush to lock it in DK, like that might be your DFS money maker, or at least him to one of them. So I will give you this little tidbit because you might be able to do more with this info than I can. But so the defensive coordinator for the Jets right now will be their linebackers coach, Frank Bush. Um, so I'm personally expecting. You know, if you're the coach of a skill position and you become the D coordinator, there's probably going to be a lot of strong emphasis on the linebackers. Eh? I, I guess. Like... I mean, to me, that makes a lot of sense that he'll kind of lean on them because they're what he knows. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I, I guess... I'm all in on the passing game for the Seahawks is what I'm saying. I yeah. like the run game is certainly fine, but do you think the like, Jets defense improves? Maybe not like in this game specifically, but like, do you think it is better without Greg? No. <laughs> Cause the one thing Greg does, even though he's pretty bad is he just blitzes all the freaking yeah. time. So I, I guess... He gets a ton of sacks and penalties and stuff from that. that keep the game closer. Yeah, like, fantasy-wise, Greg is kind of good for your fantasy defense. Right. He's hyper-aggressive. I sent you that I thing know. on Instagram. Yeah. Like he got signed to the Jets. <laughs> what's your favorite defense him, hey, call? <laughs> Greg, what's your favorite call, man? He's like, what? He said, what's your favorite play call? He goes, cover zero. Bring them all. <laughs> <laughs> he just lost it out laughing. Like, oh, really? You don't oh say. Oh, um, that was perfect. I was fucking losing to that. So, yeah, play, play your Seattle guys. Um, player Seattle guys yeah. Car- Car- so Carson has pretty much been living off the of touchdowns and interceptions and I think he can do that again here so I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be worried about him either no my only thing is uh, when the Chiefs played the Jets I was like oh Bell and uh, Hilaire are going to run all over him and then Mahomes just yeah, threw just, yeah. four touchdowns can. Instead, and they barely ran uh, so you, like you I really can see that happening again mm-hmm. but you know Seattle just lost to the Giants, so they're gonna have they need a get right game. Russ is gonna cook. Oh, it's gonna be so bad. I really hope so because they they they've not been letting him cook as much lately. Like their play calling has been way more like passive. Like, do you remember last year when the Jets went up against the Ravens? Oh God, yeah. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Yeah. Well, remember that first week the Ravens had the Dolphins and just like nutted. Everything. Oh my God, yeah. And people are like, oh, the Dolphins suck, so it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, that so was fun. Speaking fun of game. suck, we've got Detroit hosting Green Bay. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Spe- speaking of suck could be like a podcast name in itself. <laughs> that actually is a great name for a yeah, podcast. Yeah, speaking of suck. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about everything that sucks. Our <laughs> podcast will be seven days long. Um, <laughs> without interruption. This podcast uh, is three hours and 22 minutes. Um <laughs> Yeah, Detroit, you know, if they had Kenny after the rejuvenated Lions I saw last week, I might give him a little bit of a chance here, but no Kenny, no Okuda, which he wasn't great anyway, but, you know, no Okuda. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a really good run matchup for Jones and a really good pass matchup for Rodgers, so there's not a lot of hope here, unfortunately. I'd love to see it. Give me the Lions win, but not it's it's not ideal. I think we're both taking the Packers here to win by twenty yeah, points. Yeah, they, right? they might be the biggest favorites on the week. Let me check. They're 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 eight point favorites. 
Um, yes, biggest favorites on the week because the Chiefs are only touchdown favorites, which I guess I guess only for the Chiefs. And then Tennessee seven and a half. Oh wait, wait, no, no, wait. Uh, oh, sorry, I misread. Yep, yep, yeah, they're the biggest favorites on the week. Oh wait, no, sorry, I forgot about Seattle. I missed them. Second biggest favorites. Guess guess, <laughs> guess how much Seattle's favored by? Ooh, ooh, thirteen. Close, fourteen and a half. Okay, hey, there you go. Yeah, so. Second biggest favorites are the Packers over the Lions. And what is it again, the spread? It is eight. Eight. All so, right. Yeah, they're they're implied to score like 31 and a half, and then Seattle's implied to score like just under 31. Yeah. It's there's a lot of big implied scores this week. So high score I think week. The worst thing that could happen for Lions fans is they they actually get this keep this really, really close. And are winning, and then in the last second, Rogers just bombs one, and they they lose. I feel like I feel like you just well, you spoke that into existence. And I think that's <laughs> like there's a, there's a decent chance that happens because even without Galladay, even without Galladay, the Lions still put up 34 last week on the Bears, who have a good defense. I would say a better defense than the Packers as a whole, um, though a significantly worse offense that puts a lot more yeah. pressure on the defense. Exactly, which is totally not to be disregarded there. Um. Uh, gosh, the Lions. Like, what I like though is that they kind of opened the playbook up finally, like with Patricia gone. You know, so I like Hawkinson this week. I like Marvin Jones this week. I think you can run on the Packers. I think Swift is playing, so I kind of like Swift this week. So I, I kind of like the Lions to do some things offensively. They hate the Packers. They hate the Packers so much. I can't even tell you how much the Lions yeah. hate the Packers. It's like a Ravens Steelers. Like they it's one sided, obviously, over the past <laughs> very long time, sixty years, but they hate the Packers and I think they keep this close. I think they keep this really close. Um until the very, very so. end. Most I mean, this is I think a pretty good setup for a heartbreaking Detroit loss. I mean which sucks, but they're they're great at that. They're great at that because you know you're going to have Lions fans who are, of course, like, let's go. We can still make the playoffs. And then they're going to be winning and like, let's go. We just beat the Packers. They're going to lose on the last play. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes me sad because I love Stafford. Probably yeah, the biggest Stafford supporter I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are for sure. I don't, I don't know who's like more of a Stafford guy. But, um, yeah, DeAndre Swift, uh, you mentioned him. He is questionable right now. He fully practiced Friday, though, so hopefully he's all good. And then uh, I wrote McCheese. Probably doesn't matter, but um, Sternberger's out. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mayor McCheese. Yep. So <laughs> I, I assume, uh, like, corner matchup-wise, we're going to get um, all Jai Alexander, probably mostly shadowing Marvin Jones. I don't know if he totally will or not, but that's going to be their primary goal. It's because, like, he's by far the guy, like, you would want to channel in on as the defense does he does he shadow a lot? Because that um, would yeah. He it depends. Like he will like if if needed, but say you know like if he's being shadowed, then uh, obvious. I'm super on Hawkinson. Yeah, no Hawkinson. He's a smash here. Like he's gonna he's in a yep. perfect spot. Super smash in the hawk love. Yeah, because um, I mean, Danny Amendola or yep. Quintez Cephas though. So the the outside corners in general for the Packers have been pretty good because like Kevin King obviously isn't as good as uh, Jay Alexander, but he's been solid. And so like I think Ale- I think Jair and Kevin King can like I think both of them can handle Cephas 
So, like, I think Danny in the slot makes some sense. Danny in the slot. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Marvin and Joe's might just get enough targets to be fine, like, and they'll move him around, like, get him in the slot away from Alexander some. But mm-hmm. D- Dammy will, like, be the primary slot guy, so that helps him some. But, yeah, I think Hawkinson's probably the main guy. I, the game plan should be around him, like, in the yep. passing game. Give me the Hawk, baby. Give me that Hawk. Was it um, Gronkinson? Oh yeah, Hawk, Gronkinson. You're either Blockinson or you're Gronkinson. So give me all the Gronkinson today. Yeah, he he should be Gronkinson. I'm looking at who they've played tight end lines. The Packers. Let's see. They had Goddard last week. Who did okay? They've not really been too tested by tight ends. No, there's because the Hawk, tight end yeah. position has been so bad this year. Yeah, Gronk had a, a good game against them. Yeah, it's tough to tell, but I, I Hawkinson should have a good game. I, if he doesn't, I'd be kind of shocked. And then, yeah, Swift, Swift if he plays, be, I'm not sure what his workload will be. Do what? He'd be shocked in sin. Shocked in sin, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> when he does really well, all the fans are going to flock to him. <laughs> We've done this before, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Where not, we on made, like, not on Hawkinson before. We I'm trying to remember who it was where we made like a billion jokes about someone. Oh Anybody? well, we did Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's right. I know we, we definitely that. did yeah. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so, yeah, and then on the Green Bay side, two Aaron's and Adams. I mean, that's the given. I think that's Lazard come right there. Two Aaron's yeah. and Adam. Adam and the Aaron's. Yeah. Adam and the Aaron's. Yeah. So both of them. I mean, Aaron. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, Aaron. Jones with the matchup. Oof. Yeah, he should ball the fuck out. But the tertiary options, I think choosing between Lazard and Tunyon, who I just typed out his name phonetically because it's kind of funny to do so, I felt like. <laughs> um, haven't the Lions been pretty bad against tight ends? I feel like. They have been, yes. So I thought. I think, so. like, there's a pretty good chance that the tight ends, like, Tunyon does something. Maybe looking through their. But they've also, like, like again, it's a matter of, like, who have they played? Which they've not played many teams that use tight ends, but, like, the ones that use them at all, they've done well. Or, like, the tight ends have done well. Yeah, but, unfortunately, with that matchup, it's more on the Packers yeah. than the matchup. Yeah, I feel like I'd take Lazard here. Like, the secondary for the Lions is so bad. Yeah, we can't I was going to say Lazard because, um, so the Lions' corners are pretty beat up, and... Lazard is like a good receiver, but he's pretty slow. He's yeah, he's so big. Yeah, like he's as far bigger. as receivers, like he's good at the contested catch, and he can, you know route running's fine. He's just slow. He's not that fast. But I don't think there's a single secondary piece for the Lions that can that is faster than him right now because you're yeah, talking not about fast right now either. <laughs> like Justin Coleman, who's 27. Yeah, there's and... Coleman. Uh... Aruarie, I think I got that right, and then Daryl Roberts. Yeah, Daryl Roberts was a former Jet. Yeah, which maybe MVS gets deep on him. Who knows? Like, yeah, I think so what we're yeah, saying play, is Rodgers. Player players. <laughs> yeah, player Packers. Yeah, I think DeAndre Swift, as long as he um, gets enough snaps and like play, enough play time and does play, he should be fine too. Yeah, no, I think, uh, and then of course you've got Peterson as the complimentary back and uh peterson tends to roast the packers yeah just from his <laughs> vikings days he's carried it over it, it continues um if they're splitting and they're doing a lot of like effective running i think they both actually could have fantasy relevance it'll be very frustrating if 
Swift gets all of the like legwork, and then they just put Peterson in at the one, and he gets the <laughs> touchdown. But... Yeah, if for some reason Swift doesn't play, I think <clears throat> Peterson becomes a really good play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. But next up, the game. I don't think either of us want to talk about that long. New Orleans at Philly. Nope. Yeah, we can go right over this one. You got <laughs> Jalen Hurts versus Taysom Hill in the battle of the disgusting bull that no one will want to watch. That you know the Saints are going to luck into another easy win with most likely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, over I shouldn't under say under. luck because they you know they put the they've built the they team, have to earn it, everything right. It's not their fault they're playing garbage teams, but. Like, yeah, the schedule's doing the favors, for sure. And then uh, I, I don't see a way that, like, I mean, Jalen hurts, man. I don't, I don't. So we we had a discussion about this in our in the group meet about like you know hurts and Taysom Hill, and I was very adamant that I do think hurts is probably already a better quarterback than Taysom Hill, but they're on different teams and the teams use them differently and. The way the, the, the Saints are maximizing everything Taysom Hill has. So Taysom Hill is solid in his role there. And he is a more like Cam Newton runner, whereas Hertz is more of a like Lamar Jackson runner. Oh, what's going Ooh, over there? I think it's a parade. <laughs> is that part of the Madigan rally or is it like a competing parade? I don't know. Dueling parades. Because it sounded like it would be, that sounded like a competing parade. Right. I'm taking a guess. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So, but but the the issue is that New Orleans has a pretty good defense, and even though Jalen Hurts may be a better passer slash like you know just quarterback than Taysom Hill is at the moment, uh, that doesn't really matter if Philly sucks and New Orleans D is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. That's yeah. Regardless of their in a vacuum like analysis, <clears throat> it's a team game and. I, I don't d- – despite what I said about Hurts, I think, being better than Taysom, I still don't think he's that great, or at least not yet. He was, like, the guy I felt like needs a, needed a lot of development coming out, and he's not getting that yet. <laughs> or he's not really gotten the chance to because he's asked to play in his first year. So I do not feel good about his outlook this week. Dude, Cameron Jordan is going to feast. Yeah. You see yeah. the line for the Eagles? Yeah, like it's a what's it, 43 over under, normally favored by seven and a half, right? Oh, like the offensive oh, line. Oh, offensive line, yeah, because Peters is out, right? Peters is on IR, Lane Johnson is on IR, and oh, the right is guard is Nate Herbig, who I think is, oh my gosh, yeah, he's green as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Patrick Robinson is out for the Saints. Oh, that is only that matters a ton, though. But um, yeah. he's been playing like some... And that parade is wow. wild. Whole parade going. Huh, that's how the music. This sounds like uh, the Shire. Am I in? Am I like? Are these other hobbits on this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like this kind of <laughs> fun music over there. <laughs> um, but see, so yeah, so anyway, this game's pretty gross. Um, I think if you need a quarterback stream, Taysom Hill is kind of there, and Michael Thomas should be okay enough, and. Camara, if you've got him, you're probably playing him. I don't hate him or love him. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't the wanna, Eagles I, have kind of been down on the run game a little bit, but at the same time, Hill doesn't use Camara the yeah, way Yeah, Hill, Hill doesn't does. throw to Camara, and so that hurts Camara yeah. a lot. But I think, I don't think he's got to be like, I think he'll be fine enough that, like, 
there, there aren't like a there aren't that many better options this week is the thing so yeah it's gross yeah i don't do i don't want to play anyone on philly i don't either i mean like phil like philly always has a game each year they win that they shouldn't and out oh my god i'd be happy if it was this one yeah but like, her Hertz does run enough. Or he, I assume he'll run enough based on last week in college. That like, if you are super desperate, if you're in, like super flex or something, or like just just in general desperate, that he will get you fantasy points enough from running, like Taysom Hill does. But the team sucks, so it's tough. Um, do you like Goddard this week? I guess I'll mention like the one guy that made. Yeah, that was the one. Uh, I don't know because Ertz is back, so Ertz is back. It's yeah. his second game back too now. And uh, yeah. I'm looking at because like, so it's tough to say just because it's been Hayden Hurst. Like the Saints did shut down Hayden Hurst two weeks in a row. Um, let me see who else they've done because their tight end defense was really bad to start the year, but they've definitely it was one, it one of the worst to yeah, start. Because pretty much after since because they had like a week six bye since their bye they've really reeled it in, which they've not really played much. But like they Gronkowski did nothing, Fant <clears> did nothing, <throat> like Jordan Reed had an okay time, but like. Hurst did nothing twice. Like, they've really reeled it in since the bye. So, it's not like a target anymore. Yeah. And the Bucks were targeting Gronk. Yeah, it just week. wasn't working at yeah. all. He had too much CBD oil on his hands, too. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a gross game. Uh, next up, a, a much more appealing game, I think. Even though it's a battle of bad teams, we've got Atlanta at the Chargers. Uh, right now, this is a 49.5 of Runder. Um, I think it was a pick'em, and now Atlanta's favored by one and a half. Wow! However, we are taking the uh, Chargers because I don't know if the uh, Julio news has hit the spread yet. Yeah, that's yeah. the big one. Yeah, um, I, 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 just, I can't. Really fun game, right? Yeah, no. Like I think there will be enough, uh, even without Julio. I think the Falcons will at least get some stuff done because it looks like Gurley, Gurley. Wow, I, my brain just was unable to say that for a second. Gurley will be in. And the Chargers run D is pretty bad, so he might get you enough. And then um, Ridley should be good enough. But I'm taking the Chargers just because I, I, I just can't pick the Falcons without Julio. It's tough. I just can't. And Shame. No yeah. Julio. And left guard James Carpenter is out. Uh-huh. Which, <laughs> see, I, I, think, I think he's like part-time or like a, like a, like a backup. Is Hennessy? Um, I know McGarry right now is questionable too, and then Ricardo Allen's out. Ooh. And then uh, Perryman, I think Denzel Perryman is the name right for the Chargers is out or doubtful. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the Chargers uh, should be able to pass all over the Falcons because as much as Anthony Lynn wants to wants to run, that's not the team's strength. Like your running backs a pass catcher as well. So yeah, if their game plan is at all decent, then they should win. That's yeah, <laughs> I mean they got absolutely destroyed last week because um, of yeah. special teams. So I mean, I guess the Falcons are better at special teams, which is bodes well for them. But mm-hmm. uh, like this should be like the Chargers. They've lost so many games that like they could have won. Yeah, this is you, really the matchup of the teams that like blow their games. <laughs> you'd think eventually like the regressional hit they can you know get some people out there i don't know get some who, get some scoring who has the ball last in this game and that's my answer to who wins <laughs> but so yeah like chargers passing game like keenan and 
Michael Williams as well. Like he should have another good game. Ridley, because as much as I don't like the I don't like the Falcons without Julio, I think the Chargers are not good enough to shut down Ridley. Uh huh. So and yeah. whenever Julio's out, I never know which like other Atlanta receiver to pick. Sometimes it's it's the case. Sometimes it's Gage. Sometimes it's um fucking what's his name Christian Blake. So I, I don't want to fucking pick that. Yeah, no, the Chargers I think are fairly healthy at corner. They have Casey Hayward and Chris Harris Jr. back. Gotcha, that's huge, yeah. Which is kind of big, yeah. Because uh, like, if they're only really worried about Ridley, then it makes life a little easier on them. <clears throat> but oh, man. Atlanta's a favorite, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> but Do not agree. Had a few of those where like, why is that? Why are they the favorite? Yeah, we the Carolina one we talked we talked around it enough, to, I think, to realize it makes some sense to have you know, the whole whole field advantage there. But Atlanta's a road favorite here, so. Ooh, yeah, I mean a road favorite in LA. Mm-hmm. And then Eckler, I think Eckler's a great play. Of course, as good as Atlanta's run has been, they're, they they still are somewhat susceptible to the pass, pass catching. catching running back. Yep. Let me let me check exactly how that's been. I need to double check that. I thought it wasn't great. But I want to make sure before I just go with it. Um, let's see. Um, okay, actually, no. Well, last last week doesn't really the the Taysom games don't really count. So that's that's helped them lately. Mm. Um, huh. they've not really faced many. Like Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams dawned on him, and Mike Davis dawned on him. But like they're pretty good. Yeah, they've they've not faced much running back pass catching. That was the thing. So there's not much to go off of. But when you have competent ones, it works. Yeah, and I think Eckler looks pretty good. Yeah, because like their actual run D has been good, but it doesn't really matter here. I don't think. And now that they've been, you know, removed from the playoffs, the Chargers, then now they can win games. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get the pressure off first. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think Gurley is a stream. I would say he kind of fits in. He's like in that nebulous zone of like, if you need him. He's a starter. <laughs> but, Don't love it, but he is there. Yeah. Uh, Matchup's all right. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've got Washington at San Fran. Mm. This is gross. This is gross, 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 gross. 43 and a half over under. San Fran's favorite by three. I have no clue who I'm picking. And I, I might pick the Niners. It's not one that I like to do. Um, especially with Nick Mullins and that defensive line of Washington, I hate it. At the end of the day, though, I I just kind of think that San Fran's been able to win games with a whole lot of nothing, uh, and I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just picking the picking Shanahan here. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure still because, like I said, I think there. I thought there were some injuries that were pretty important yeah um, um i mean gibson's out that's the main thing for washington oh yeah i mean that's pretty big and then because san fran's gonna ha- looks like they'll have uh debo and iuk which I, I i'm cool with them both and then let's see i'm looking through everything else uh mckissick ppr guy i don't want to play um peyton barber <clears throat> No. But yeah, McKissick and PPR should be good. Terry McLaurin, uh, fully practice Friday. How do you feel about him? 
I feel okay. Like he'll him move and Logan Thomas, yeah. Yeah, he'll move around enough that, uh, you know, Sherman is back, but he sticks to the left side. Yeah, Terry is, like, way faster than Sherman at this point. Like, Oh, they, God, yeah. Even if he was on him, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, I assume they'll that. stick Jason Ferret on him, on Terry. Uh-huh. Who's, I mean, he's a veteran corner. He knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. Um, but. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, like, Goodness. This is so gross. There's a lot of defense here. Yeah, like everyone's just a stream to me because of how like low scoring this game is. I, I mean, Logan Thomas might end up getting there on catches, but I think everybody mentioned it's kind of like low ceiling in this game. Yeah. What's the over under? I think I said like forty three. Forty three is probably high. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gross. Forty three and a half. Sorry. Ooh. I mean, I've, either defense. I think you could reasonably play here. As well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, but yeah. Um, maybe mean, Jordan Reed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy right now. Him and Dwelly, because you've got a pretty good pass rush of Washington, um, and usually when that happens, you're looking for the quick dump off. Pretty good corner play and weak to the tight end in general. Like I kind of like that. That makes a good amount of sense, actually. Jordan Reed, Ross Dwelly. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Reed, but he's gotten six, six and four targets last couple weeks. So they're using him. I guess yeah. it's technically a revenge game. I don't know how. Oh, it is. That's true. How much? I right, mean, I'm... he might really hate. The, you know, it's Washington. He might. Hate yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anyone who got injured while in Washington hates Washington. Yeah. So Jordan Reed revenge game. All right. But next up, we've got Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Game of the week? Like, I think so, game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh, um, Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, we both have Pittsburgh here. I. We do, but it's not confident. It's, you know, this is a tough game. Uh, right now, over under 40 and a half. Uh, oh, Buffalo has moved to the favorite. It, it was Pittsburgh that opened up Buffalo's favored. Interesting. I wonder why. Did we miss something? Did they get someone back? Because, you know, the Steelers got some pieces back. I'm not sure. Matt Milano's back for the the Bills. He's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't think we missed anything. I don't know. I mean, Joe Hayden's out, but, like, I don't think that's it. <laughs> like, Pouncey should be back. James Conner should be back. Like, both these teams are pretty healthy. Like, Hayden's out and John Brown's out. That's, like, it. Dang. Yeah. yeah. I guess no Joe Hayden's kind of big, but he, I mean, I wouldn't want him in a matchup against Diggs anyway. Yeah, I, th- I think Steven Nelson's going to be back. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a trade. Steven Nelson and Mike Hilton. Yeah, so. <laughs> and then Cameron's on been good too. It's like, the, and their corner play's still good. Yeah, like, that takes some of the appeal off of Beasley, but I think it helps the Diggs out like some. Uh huh. But yeah, I think in general, like, the reason I'm leaning the Steelers is just a little bit of a mismatch for them. Um, Buffalo is not great against the run. Uh, the Steelers haven't been running that much lately, but they get Pouncey and James Conner back this week. Yeah, I really think that might help, and especially with all the drops Pittsburgh's been having, the game plan might be, <laughs> okay, let's try to fuck up Josh Allen, whether that be, like, getting him to fuck up or just sacking him a bunch, but... And then run the ball. <laughs> and then run the ball. Like, I, I, Connor has been off everyone's radar for a while, but he, I think he has a he should have a pretty good week. 
It makes sense. This is also, I think, a struggle target week, so you might get a lot of juju. Yeah, I mean, um, have you had the Bills really been bringing pressure? I'm looking. For some reason, I feel they like get they, pre- they get pressure. It's not like a ton. The having Matt Milano back helps get pressure. That's true too. I'm look. I'm looking, Like everything's pretty like even on the matchups. I'm looking at like everything. Buffalo is not good. Like Buffalo is bad at running already and won't be able to run like especially this game. So do not right. play a Buffalo running back. Be very ill advised. Yeah. Um, Dawson Knox. So, hey, here we go. Yeah, he's been getting definitely more work lately. Let me check out his like targets. Um, he got four targets last week. Cause I think Tyler Crossman hurt too, but he's been like their primary guy. Do you think they kind of like try to attack the Steelers there this week? I think it makes sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Dawson not spent a long time getting healthy, and now he's back and he's looking pretty solid, which is good. Um, still no John Brown, but yeah. So I mean. It's going to be all passing. Like, they, like their run game is going to just be terrible here. No, yeah, they're going to pass a lot. And so, like, you're pretty much banking on, like, them either, like, the either, like, dinks and dunks or, like, a broken play, which that happens a lot. Steelers have a lot of broken plays. Yeah, what worries me is Minka Fitzpatrick when Josh Allen has to throw 50 times a game. Yeah. That worries me a little bit. <clears throat> just a bit. Because, um, uh, you know what? John's having a good year. He's been doing great, but he is—he still makes mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely a slinger like that, like makes tons of errors. I guess I have to lean. I, I like I'm taking the Steelers here, I guess, but I don't know. It'd be cool to see Buffalo win this. Yeah, I'm looking at so I mean I was looking through stuff on the tight ends, and I'm like after what Logan Thomas did last week, it makes me feel kind of excited about Dawson Knox. That was a little bit of it too. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And tight end sucks, so you may need him. <laughs> But so outside of him, like Dino Hayden, I think helps me with digs. And then on the Pittsburgh side, yeah, are you feeling Juju? Are you feeling Deontay? Ebron, Claypool? Like, what are you thinking here? I mean, I think this is the classic Ebron has a good matchup but does nothing week. Um, we'll see. I mean, he has a good matchup, so he could be good, mm-hmm. but he might also not get targeted at all. I think they're going to run a lot, and I think, uh, I think Juju does does pretty well. I think Juju does fine in receptions, and in, it's tough after yeah, that. Because Trey White, Tre'Davious White won't be on Juju. I know he's not been as good this year, but he's going to be on Claypool or Deontay more. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if I'm picking this receiver as Juju, I feel like we end up saying that a lot, but who knows? Mm-hmm. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But th- <clears throat> this is going to be a great game. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully I get to catch the end of this one Sunday. But lastly, Monday night, Baltimore at Cleveland. We both have Baltimore right now. The biggest news to watch is uh, Wyatt Teller. He is on the COVID list, and he's got to hope to be off of the COVID list in time. I'm pretty sure that's like the 24 hours beforehand, so keep an eye on him. But that, in my opinion, is the deciding factor. That's pretty important. He's a huge piece of their run blocking. <clears throat> yes. And you kind of need that here. Yeah, he's been like the stalwart of the run blocking pretty much. If you don't have Nick Chubb going, then this is going to be rough. Uh-huh. And then uh, Austin Hooper has not practiced all week with a neck issue, so I feel like he probably won't go. So it'll be uh, Njoku and Harrison Bryant more so. Uh, I think Ward is still probably out. And then keep an eye on Campbell and Williams. They both played last week. 
and I think they'll play again, but Campbell was super not effective, so. Oh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> I don't think they're worried about him this week if Teller isn't, so. The, but for me, yeah, for me, Teller is the biggest thing uh, on the injury front. But who who do you like or not like this game? And of course, you can you know be like, it's hinges on, you know. Give me Mandrews regardless, because over the yep. middle, uh, Cleveland defense not good. Um, yeah, t- ton tons and tons of Mandrews. I am also big on J.K. Dobbins this week. I think they finally figured out that he's good and he's starting yeah. to get at least ten touches a game. Uh, which is, quite frankly, all he needs to be relevant because he is just really good. Yeah, I, I'm i going <clears> to <throat> reserve a little bit, and for me, he's a stream, but if you want to go banger, I, I mean, I support it because he's really good. Oh, he'd be a uh, stream for me. Gotcha, yeah, because Cleveland's run defense, that, yeah, we've talked about this a lot of times, has been buoyed by bad weather and easy matchups and all sorts of stuff. It's made them look better than they are. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I love the manager's call. He should just, you know... As we keep saying, dong on them. Uh, you know what? Let's really quickly, because Monday in D.C. here, it's supposed to be a just, like, horrible weather. Um, let's check the Cleveland weather. Cleveland weather? Let's report. check the weather. Is it It's in Cleveland? Is that what it is? <laughs> I yeah. believe so, Monday. I mean, it's going to be... I don't 20, see anything on it. It's going to be 30 degrees, but not raining or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking through it. Like, yeah, we like, I'm, I'm not, since obviously it's not like Cleveland, but we've had like no precipitation here for a bit. Yeah, cold. same here. Yeah, yeah, it's just been cold. Well, it's going to be, it's actually not been cold at all this week, but it's going to be cold next week. And uh-huh. again, so, talking about weather. All right, uh, but back to the game. So, yeah, I agree. They, they've been realizing Dobbins is the guy. So, he's so Yeah, good, I man. think uh, Mark Ingram is losing his spot. Yeah. He just, it's very obvious that, like, when you watch them, like, you watch Ingram, then you watch Dobbins, like, the difference is so apparent in, like, the gas they have in the tank. Yeah, I mean, Dobbins has been getting the uh, the red zone looks, too. Yeah, like, he and Gus, because obviously Gus is the banger, like, bruiser guy, but, yeah, Cleveland, Jacksonville, and obviously the Giants are a decent run defense, but that Jacksonville next week, I'm looking at it like, ooh, but. Oh, yummy, yummy. I would yeah. like. I was talking to Caleb. I'm like, man, I would love if Dobbins, like, after not doing much at all this year, like, comes on in the fantasy playoffs and helps you win. That's what I was kind of banking on was like the late season surge yeah, by a bunch Akers of rookies. Doing, yeah, yeah. But it just came together a little too too late for me. But yeah, it happens. Can't my team's gonna end up being amazing like the last three weeks of the year. <laughs> Perfect. That's all you need. If you get That's all you need, right? Yeah. If you're in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not, then you're sad. <laughs> so Cleveland side, um, if Teller is in, I love Chubb. If not, I just like him <laughs> because like you still can run on this team, and, and as much as he's been helpful, it doesn't like make their run D just instantly terrible. Right, and Chubb is obviously super good. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah. If I don't know, who, like, who else I like from Cleveland's side. Yeah, well, I'm looking through. I'm like, if, if I'm picking a receiver, it's Jarvis because, like, trickle target. And then, uh, like, the tight ends may come into play. Like, if there's no Hooper, I do think Bryant becomes a fine stream. Because, like, when Hooper's been out, it's been Bryant and not a Joku. And he, like, Harrison Bryant. Yeah, Harrison Bryant, yep. And he's had some drops, but, like, he's been getting open, getting targets when it's been him, so. Hmm. I... I'm, I get like if there's no Hooper, I'm here for it. Yeah, but only if there's no Hooper. 
And I think Njoku's probably getting traded or something. Yeah, they just, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're done with him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he's been blocking. He's pretty much only blocking now. Dang. I, I don't know what happened with him. He had a lot of hype and then just me. Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, yeah they, they've been keeping him to block. So, like, the direct Hooper replacement is Bryant pretty much as the pass catcher. And then Njoku stays as the blocking tight end, more or less. So, yeah, but... This okay. game, this it's will be sort of like game a Boyle too. and Mandrews thing, then. Yeah, exactly. Like, pretty, actually, pretty good uh, comparison there. Right now, Baltimore's <laughs> only favored by two and a half, which feels fair. Like, this should be a good close game. Like, I think it'll be different than the boat race of earlier in the season. Oh, definitely. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little wary. I think there's a good chance the Ravens win and cover pretty handily. Um, but you know what? It's good a small Cleveland. Good to see Cleveland shaking things up and making people pick them against a good team. You know? I haven't had that in a while. Exactly. And, yeah, Baltimore, like, super needs this win, too. Like, they, they pretty much need to win out. They need to win out. Like, they they can't afford a loss. And this is the first step to uh, making sure they get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Also, it looks like Daniel Jones will be starting. Gotcha. I was looking through uh, officially eliminated, like, mathematically. The Jets are, mm-hmm. of course, and the Bengals, Jags, and Chargers are all officially eliminated. Yep, and then the Saints and Chiefs have officially locked in a playoff spot. Wow, and they locked their playoff berths. Jeez, didn't the Steelers lock it in too? Or no, they didn't because Cleveland could still. Yeah, technically like they, they lost. Like out. they could go eleven and five technically, and Cleveland and Baltimore could pass them. Yeah, so because mm. the AFC is pretty strong, so and their division is too. So yeah, their division's nuts. Love it. Yep, love it, love it. But yeah, taking Baltimore here. Not buying into all of the uh, not sold quite yet on the the Cleveland hype. I think they they still have a lot to prove to yeah, me. Yeah, they could give Baker some big issues. We'll see. They could. But these these two primetime games are great. I'm glad we've got good primetime uh, this weekend. Primetime. We've had some shit primetime games, so they owe it to us. But right? Uh, yeah, really. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> Roger. Thank you, Roger. God. Yeah, but until uh, next week for our review, we'll be. Uh, sitting around enjoying football just like you are. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back soon.